Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Cracking One Open with Mike and Elise, a podcast and where Wicked. we do beer. <laughs> oh, that's right. There is a small dog with us today. <laughs> Hello, small dog. Hello. <laughs> She's our emotional su- podcast support dog. Yes, there we go. <laughs> she supports both Cracking One Open and 2PB. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> She gets more rambunctious during 2PB, though. She starts using squeak toys and throwing them at us. Oh, really? <laughs> She's not as chill as she is during Crack One Open. Aw. So anyway. So today, we are drinking one of my favorite beers mm-hmm. that I have not had in quite some time because I keep on freaking missing it. Yep. But not this year. Not this not year. Not this year. Not this, Mike. Not <laughs> now. <laughs> It's not something I need tacked on to my 2020. So I found right. it. And so we're doing an episode on it because I really like it. I'd say that's an understatement. I really, really like it. <laughs> did I put this on my top 10 list that I did with you? I believe you did, but you put it did. toward the bottom where it may or may not be replaced with something else at some point. Right, right. But it's so it's it's up there on my list right now. It's on it my is. top 10 list. So you may be wondering what we're talking about. Yeah, I'm being... Really fucking vague. Yeah. <laughs> there you go with those F-bombs already. Mm-hmm. Not even like 30 seconds in. All right. So this week we are cracking open Crumb, a spiced amber ale from Stony Creek Brewery, which is located in Brantford, Connecticut. It was founded back in 2015, which is kind of crazy to think about because I didn't realize there was such a gap between two roads being founded in 2012 and then Stony Creek didn't come along until three years later. In my mind, I kind of think of them along with like Thimble Island, which was founded in 2009 mm-hmm. um, as kind of the the OG like Connecticut shoreline breweries. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That, yeah. Because we've been hitting them up for years. But then all of a sudden, just in the past few years, there's been an explosion of craft breweries all over Connecticut. And just for reference, in 2012, Connecticut only had 22 breweries. Now, as of January of this year, 2020, there were 110 operational breweries with even more in the works. Woo! Yeah, that's nuts. That's so, a lot. Of, that's a lot to fill out on our beer passport. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if we're going to make that this year. <laughs> or any year at this point. That's a lot. That's a lot. Especially for such a small state. That's w- numerous breweries a day, or you literally have to go for one third of your year. Oh, hi, small dog. You have to go to, <laughs> for one third of the year, you have to go to breweries. Yeah. It's a Monday. I got to go to a brewery. Mm-hmm. I got to go to a brewery Tuesday. Yep. I can take Wednesday off, but then I got to go Thursday. Yeah. And that doesn't even account for it. Like we, we live in a small state and it would still take us, Kent, I mean, at the outside, Kent Falls was what, o- almost two hours? Camp Falls was quite a drive, yeah. Yeah, and so we are, like, we and we, tiny, we just happened to be there. So yeah, I can't even imagine, you know, how long it would take for someone who lives in a, a larger state to really. Yeah, New York, Texas, yeah, California. Crazy. So Stony Creek is distributed in Connecticut, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, New York, Maine, New Hampshire, and Vermont. And as another side note, sorry, <laughs> an observation really. I, I originally wrote all the New England states, but did you know that New York is not considered part of New England? I did. Oh. 
But I, I mean, most people still consider it part of New England, so yeah. it's kind of unofficially a member. But yeah, unofficially, officially, it's not part of New England. Yeah, that's so weird to me. That shit's part of New England, right? I mean, it's the tri-state area. Yeah, it's the classic tri-state area. I know yeah. every state has a tri-state area, but that's yeah, the classic tri-state. So yeah. Anyway, Stony Creek tells their story like this: "Quote." Stony Creek Brewery believes this is the time for Connecticut craft beer, and our small, ambitious team is doing their part to contribute creative, high-quality beers that inspire people across the region and invest in a bright future for the state. Our modern brewery is a sight to be seen with a stunning indoor-outdoor taproom, game pit, dock access, and a first-hand look at our canning and bottling lines right from the taproom. Our team is a mix of ambitious and dedicated local residents working alongside some of the industry's most talented transplants that now call Connecticut their home. Together, we aim to make the the best, highest quality beer in the region and introduce new craft beer drinkers to flavors that are both familiar and new. Stony Creek is something the entire community can rally around, whether you root for ro- <laughs> whether you root for local entrepreneurship, great craft beer, or both. We can't wait to see you there. Word. Word. I will say they are not lying about their brewery. We have gone numerous times. It is. It really is stunning. It's that's the word I was going to use. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the the giant windows that face their brewery facility and mm-hmm. all their cans lined up three. It's got to be three, three, three or four stories tall. Yeah. The facility and the cans just lined up and the things all around this beautiful tap room with this huge fireplace and television where they mm-hmm. show sports games, which makes it a very attractive location during the winter time. Yeah. And their outdoor But outdoors beach area is just is like amazing. Yeah, right on the Branford River. It's it's gorgeous. It, it is prime location, especially in the summertime. Yeah. I would say that's definitely there's something about two roads, area one and area two, the modern and the old version of those two that I really like. Mm-hmm. But Stony Creek is definitely up there with those two as like the most, most like the most be- beautiful breweries we've been to. Absolutely. Um, and that's not to say there aren't others we've seen pictures of that are really cool. Yeah. But oh yeah, for sure. In terms of what we've been to, it's very very nice. Mm-hmm. And I will also agree that they do make high quality beer, something that can be introduced to new drinkers or you know seasoned craft beer drinkers like us. But it's it's a good introductory. Oh, place. is this where we have our disclaimer? I was going to add this later. Oh. So the disclaimer is that overall, although this beer is on my top 10, Mm -hmm. most Stony Creek beer, and the reason we haven't really done a beer yet for Stony Creek is for the most part, they're all very okay. Safe. Yes. Some of them on the, I don't like that side. (laughs) I I won't say I've, I've had stuff from them that I flat out don't like. I, but they don't come out with very experimental things as we are used to from other breweries. That is true. I will say there's never been. Everything they come out with is solid and safe. We almost always get flights. Yeah. Or we get numerous ones when we're there. I can't, I can't remember anyone that I was like, this is really bad. And I've had to guzzle it down. Mm. And I've done that at two roads where I was like, yeah, this one, uh, this one ain't hitting it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I gotta, I gotta drink it quick. Cause it's, it's bad. There hasn't been any of that in Stony Creek. And Stony no. Creek does have another uh, beer that I really enjoy. Stony more Joe. More for the weirdness of it. Stony Joe, which is a golden coffee stout. Yeah. It's a stout. If you blind taste tested, you'd be like, this is a stout. And then you'd look at it and go, this is a Pilsner. But that's the <laughs> thing. I, f- I feel like if I blind test tasted it, I wouldn't assume that it was a stout because it has such a light 
mouthfeel and it doesn't weigh you down. But that coffee comes through like nobody's business. It yeah. is delicious. It's very, very good. It is. No matter what time of year it is. Cranky's that's, not that's bad That's what I really too. like. Uh, Cranky is their flagship kind of Yep. They IPA. have many iterations of yeah. Cranky. There's a bajillion Crankies. And they have Crankenstein, Ruffled which feathers, sometimes is I think good. is another one that they have a multiple. Ruffled Feathers, I actually, there are some Ruffled Feathers I actually do quite like. Yeah. Um, depending. And they've made Those a couple are more of. more IPAs. Yeah, they've made a couple of actual stouts during the winter where we've gone mm-hmm. that I've, I've actually enjoyed. Oh, that I don't or remember. Or Reds. But yeah, for the most part, they're okay. But that's why I haven't featured any because I've been waiting for that crumb where we can be like, this is a beer. You have to try. You have to if try. If you're in the region in this very specific time of year, because it <laughs> is a very limited release. It's too limited. Too limited. <laughs> <laughs> but it is so good and so interesting. So, so why don't you tell let's me get about to it. it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Stony Creek says, Crumb is our brewmaster's interpretation of a classic apple crumble. Fresh apple cider and a hefty addition of oats lends hints of juice and a velvety body. Cinnamon and nutmeg add rich nuance. Treat yourself to something special this fall and pour yourself a slice. <laughs> Ooh, pour yourself a slice. I like it's that. like apple pie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is. It's, it's so good, guys. <laughs> it's so good. So another article I found on Brewbound went into a little bit more detail. It said uh, fresh pressed apple cider from Langener Farms in Williamson, New York, is blended with a rich malty brew loaded with oats, imported crystal malts, true cinnamon and nutmeg. The resulting brew is unlike anything you've ever had in a glass. Smooth and malty with a pure apple cider flavor and warming fall spice notes. I'd say that's pretty accurate. It all makes me really want crumb. Mm hmm. And I really want crumb. And I know we're down to only a few more crumbs left already because I've been doing You've some been, uh, studying. Yeah. I've research. Been, I've been That's doing it. some studying for this beer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I need to buy more. But yes, <laughs> before that it goes away again. Yeah. Perfect. Um, so this is from the same article. Quote, from day one, we wanted to break the pumpkin beer trend and do something different, said brewmaster Andy Schwartz. Obviously, this is an older article. Andy is not the motherfucker made crumb. <laughs> he did. Oh my god! Which I'm makes sense, right? So excited for his non-pumpkin dockside beer now. Yeah. Oh my god. So that yeah. That being said, Andy Schwartz is now the brewmaster at Dockside, one of our new favorite breweries located in Milford, Connecticut. Oh my god! If, if we get to see him again, I got I have to like shake his hand. I yeah. didn't know he made crumb. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> I, thought, I, I was waiting for your like true reaction to tell you on the podcast. Holy yeah. crap. <laughs> Andy, if you listen to the episodes that aren't your Dockside episode, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> uh, he continued, what is more fall like than picking apples at your local orchard and whipping up a fresh apple crumble? Who wouldn't want a pint of this? Yeah. Yeah. Accurate. Yeah. Accurate AF. So... As I said at the top, Stony uh, categorizes crumb as a spiced amber ale, but every website seems to categorize it differently. Some say red ale, American amber ale, apple cinnamon oatmeal amber ale, fruit beer, spiced beer. No one can seem to agree. Apple cinnamon what? Uh, Apple cinnamon oatmeal amber ale. I'm sorry. That's not a category. That's not a category. (laughs) It was on. I think that was total wine. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. What category do I put this Batman movie in? I don't know. Superheroes action. Put it under Batman. 
<laughs> Come on. <laughs> it's lazy. Oh, no, that's not putting it under Batman. Put it under superheroes dressed like bats who go about fighting crime at night. <laughs> Come who, who follow a signal yes, in like, the sky. Just keep adding descriptions until there's yeah. only one beer in that category you yeah. can add. So, yeah, the, the, the research for this beer wasn't... Uh, as easy as others have been. <laughs> let's let's put it that way. I did a little bit of digging into beers that are made with apple cider specifically, which is really hard to weed out all of the just straight up ciders, mm-hmm. hard ciders. Like that's obviously the first hit on every friggin' search. Well done. Apple cider is like graft cidery, which we just covered last week. Yeah. And I grabbed more of good stuff. Yeah. So I did a little bit of digging into beers that are made um, specifically with apple cider. And I found a very interesting backstory that I think you will also appreciate uh, from homebrewersassociation.org that I, I hope is accurate as far as being related to crumb. Okay. It seems like it is. Um, so as the story goes, Graf was a fantastical apple-based beer that appeared in the popular Stephen King series, The Dark Tower. The specifics of Graf aren't discussed in detail, um, other than the incorporation of apples and malt in a drink that can be either sessionable or very strong. And whether by coincidence or direct inspiration from the book series, homebrewers began brewing their own versions of graft to create a hybrid of cider and beer um, in one drink, which is even referenced by the Dark Tower wiki page. I do remember that now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... Apple-based beer is a pretty general set of parameters set by the book, Mm -hmm. um, which leads to a wide variety of interpretation. Uh, So in some instances, graph is a majority apple juice, like 80 percent, with a small batch of lightly hopped pale ale wort brewed um, and blended in prior to a fermentation that's conducted by a clean ale yeast. This example makes a cider forward graph and nearly undetectable beer character. Instead, the sweetness of the malt and the low bitterness of the hops adds complexity to store-bought apple juices, which can mimic the use of bitter and sweet and bitter sharp apples that are traditionally used to make high-quality dry ciders in Europe and some parts of America, but is not obtainable or easily obtainable by the home brewer. And then some brewers, on the other hand, are making more evenly proportioned mixtures of beer and cider. And in typical homebrew fashion... The envelope of flavor combinations is being pushed. (laughs) Base styles are all over the place from pale ales to stouts to lagers to Belgians, all to impart different malt characters to the apple juice. And as more and more specialty malts are utilized, the proportion of beer increased graph can transform into a true beer cider hybrid drink, though balance still tends to give way to cider. So being that there are no defined styles for graph yet, uh, <laughs> it's really up to the brewer, the home brewer to decide what they want. So that leaves a lot of room for creativity. It makes me wonder if Andy is a really big Stephen King fan or if he just really didn't want to do a pumpkin beer. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe both. <laughs> so what do you say? You ready to crack open another crumb? <laughs> Uh, it's what time now? It's like 6.30 right now. I've been ready since about 2 o'clock. There we go. Waiting for this episode to start. <laughs> All right. And just like that, we're back. It totally didn't take like a half hour to chill these beers because we forgot to put them in the fridge or anything. <laughs> time to crack it open. Hold on. 
Greg it. Oh, we were so out of sync there. We were. Oh, and I think it scared the I got our, some our co-host. I think I got some on Duggo. Oh. <laughs> it fizzed on she top of it. She does smell good. I love that color. It's like an amber, very deep amber, and then that nice little head on it. Oh yeah. Yeah, I love a lot of stuff about this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you can tell a lot from the head about how carbonated it's gonna be, and it looks like the just the perfect amount of carbonation. Yeah, it's definitely a nice carbonated, but not like too super carbon. Bless you. Bless you. A nice carbonated, but not too super carbonated beer. It's pretty opaque. You can see through it, but it's it's got a darker hue to it. Yeah, it's not hazy though, by yeah, any means. It's just like an amber ale. Mm-hmm. And the smell is just like you smell it and fall. Yeah, it just smells like fall. You can absolutely smell the apples. You smell some of that, the yeast and the malts and just cinnamon. Just a mm. titch of nutmeg. It smells so good. Oh, you didn't clink it, sir. I am so sorry. I've been excited to drink this all day. I didn't take the sip. <laughs> Just we clinked it and now I drink it. This feels very fitting considering it was today was one of the most like the truly first cool days day. through and through. This beer, man, this beer is so good. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. It's just so unique. It is. It's very unique. It's not like anything I've ever had before. Or since, because it's been about two years since I was able to get this beer. Because yep. I missed the last two years because I kept. I was on a mad hunt through. last year. Yeah. But it was already, it was like the end of September and it was already too late. I need to buy more. <laughs> Basically. If, if they even have any left at this point. Yeah. You just drink it and it's just like. It's so smooth. It's incredibly smooth. But you get the spice like at the back. You get the cinnamon spice mm-hmm. that you'd get in any kind of fall beer. You'd get in a pumpkin beer. That's the thing like. Like you you said, it's this, I don't want to make a pumpkin beer attitude, but I want to make a fall beer. So you yeah. put those same small spi- fall spices in, but instead of that pumpkin flavor, you get this very distinct apple cobblery taste that comes mm-hmm. through at the end. And it really like lingers that aftertaste. The apple really like lets the beer have mm-hmm. its have its day. <laughs> it, this refreshing, smooth, delightful amber ale with these fall spices. And then you breathe out your nose and your mouth. And then all of a sudden it's like, Ah. and here's some apple pie. Yeah. (laughs) And it's just amazing. It's perfect. It's fantastic. I love this beer. Did you rehearse that speech? No. (laughs) But feel free to do a quote post and uh, you can quote me on that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that was already the the wheel turning. Stony Creek, you're you're welcome as well. You can have that quote. (laughs) Just, you know, name the source. Woo. Creative Commons. <laughs> no, this beer mm. is is amazing. Yeah, between I think what really does it is the the tons of apple cider balanced with the malts is what really gives you that apple crumble feel. Yeah, for sure, and it really is apple crumble too. It's not just apple, although apple's there. You really do get this sense that there's this pie crusty yeah. to it, and I think that's the fall flavors that are present in that first taste before the evolution starts going Mm -hmm. and i feel like just the the mouthfeel and the carbonation and the the backbone of this beer is such a nice like amber slash red ale that even if we were to take away the apple flavor of it it's still a red that i would enjoy yeah no i well they make stony creek makes another red which i think was a ruffled feathers but i could be wrong yeah I thought it was I thought feathers. those were all IPAs. If I could that be maybe I'm I might be mistaken. They made a red ale I actually did enjoy mm-hmm. last year, maybe two years ago. Maybe they make it annually. Yeah. And they make a red that's actually pretty good. 
So maybe that's the thing about Stony Creek is we're not huge fans of their IPAs, but their wintertime beers are like where are their all, strength really, yeah. their strengths really lie. I agree. Just, I mean, this is so good. <laughs> so good. I bought two six packs after I already had some at the brewery a couple of weeks ago, just because yeah. of how much I like this. And I, I'm going to go back and pick up some more or try to find some at the liquor store. Yep. Like this beer is amazing. Like I love pumpkin beer. I did a whole episode about pumpkin beer. Mm-hmm. You can go check it out. I might do another episode about pumpkin beer. Maybe. We'll probably do something. But. We already have two tasting episodes in the works. In the works. <laughs> There's just something about this beer that really, I don't know, because I mentioned it on the last episode, I don't like cider. Mm-hmm. But Graft was really good and made me think, oh, or maybe I might like some ciders. But this beer, this pairing of cider and beer Mm -hmm. really worked together so well in a way that like a shandy doesn't oh god no (laughs) that's a totally different animal though oh for sure but it's like but this animal does work this is a combo (laughs) i do like i didn't even realize it was apple cider that was in here i thought it was maybe apples like just crushed apples in the beer when they're fermenting pressed apple cider interesting but this is my God, you need to, you need to check this beer out. If you live in the Southern Connecticut area or you have the chance to go down and drive down, it is worth the drive. Right now, during the when it's sunny outside, it's still summertime weather. Mm-hmm. Go down, check out the beach, drink some crumb, buy a six pack, <laughs> take it back. You won't regret it. Nope. And you mentioned Stony Creek sells to a bunch of states. Yeah. Is crumb available in those states or is crumb so limited? Because I know crumb is hard to find in the liquor stores that around was, here. Yeah, I, I would imagine that, that that this is an extremely re- limited release and it would just be within Connecticut, but they did not specify whether it was just their core beers that are widely distributed or if it's everything. Interesting. But yeah, I would assume this is, this is fuss. <laughs> Fun fact. We've been talking for what? Five, six minutes about this beer? Yeah. I'm almost beer. done. Yep. Um, I'm working my way. This downtown. beer. Is like you said, the starter beers, right? Mm-hmm. This beer is something you can give to people who don't like beer and they're going to like it. Yep. It or is. who don't like ales or who don't necessarily like fall beers, quote unquote fall beers, because you assume fall beer is a pumpkin beer. Sure. Maybe. I don't know anybody who doesn't like fall beers. Pumpkin beers. Yeah, I've seen lots of people who don't like pumpkin beers, but fall beers. Fall is, fall is well known as one of the best times to drink beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is so smooth. Mm-hmm. It's got no bite to it. It's got almost no bitterness that you can think of. It's so neutral in its, it is. its bitterness and its bite. Fun fact. Stony Creek didn't officially list anything uh, in terms of the IBU rating, um, but on Untapped, which is a fairly reliable source because it's, you know, kind of a crowdsourced contribution kind of site. Sure. Um, it's listed as 30 IBUs. So that would be in the spectrum of not very bitter, but not sweet either. Yes, it's not sweet, which... Trust me, if I if this was sweet, I probably wouldn't like. I don't like sweet things. Mm-hmm. I will say that when we had it at the brewery a couple of days ago, I did mention that I do remember it having a little bit more of a bite than this. Yeah, 
And at first that was disappointing because I remembered the bite and was like, oh, I missed the little bite. But I'm kind of over the bite now because of how easy drinking this is. Yes, absolutely. If I had the bite back, I'd still love it the same, just in a different way. But without the bite, it's so entry level. It's so everyone can drink it. If you're having a party in the fall outside. Oh, this would be such a treat for your guests. Oh, this is the perfect. And you have like pumpkin pie out. You have pumpkin spices. Mm -hmm. I can't say you can eat dinner with this beer. Nah, it would kind of, I feel like it, it wouldn't ruin the taste of your food. Your food would ruin the taste of this. It would take away from the taste of this. I think it would depend on what you're eating. I don't know. I mean, maybe a fall pasta, like those pastas with just like dried, sun-dried tomatoes and Mm -hmm. and peppers and stuff. Those kind of ones might be all right. Would this go with all things pig? Sure. Being apple? Pork and apple go together like- yeah. Pork and apple, like peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> yeah, and you know I love applesauce with pretty much everything I eat yep. meat-wise. So, I mean, in a way, I guess, I think this would go perfect with desserts. Oh, this- oh. Ice cream, candy, pies, apple, pumpkin pie, cheesecake, it wouldn't matter. Make this into a, a vanilla float. A beer float? We beer could float. do that. We could try beer that. Float. I need more beer, though. Yep. Uh, but Gonna need another six-pack. <laughs> This is this is literally the perfect dessert beer. This is not sweet. It's not bitter. It's easy drinking. You mm-hmm. get the apple flavor. I would say the only person I think who wouldn't really like this beer is if you don't like apple because of the apple taste at the end. Yeah. It's not the strongest apple taste. It doesn't knock you over the head because it's not super sweet, but it is there. And yeah. it's it's not fake apple either. No. Which I hate. Not by any means. Yeah. Well, I don't hate. I like green apple stuff. Some of it. <laughs> Green apple uh, blow pops are really good. And green apple Jolly Ranchers. But you get that green apple out of my Skittles. Out of there. Yes. It's the worst. For real. Why? Ruined Skittles. I can't believe it lasted this long. Ruined my favorite candy. Anyway, other than that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not salty. (laughs) It's just, it's perfect. And anybody who likes the fall. Like there's so many people and I'm not a fan of the fall. I hate the fall. You do. It's when things With die. A passion. It's when things die. Even though I'm a fall baby. I'm sorry. I love you. But you know, you also exist in other seasons. <laughs> I guess that's fair. Like this is, this is one of the things I like about the fall. There are yeah. very few things. Crumb. Halloween. Halloween. Apple-y things. <laughs> pumpkin Pumpkin-y things. things. And that's about it. That's all yeah. I like. I like those things. And this is the the perfect combination of everything I like. So kind of tastes like you're getting close to Halloween. It's something you could drink on Halloween. It's yeah. it's perfect. And in a season where we might not have a Halloween, I mm. need to buy 80,000 of these, put on some spooky music and a costume and just keep drinking to myself <laughs> crying. Oh, I can't have Sam come and get me. You need to still <laughs> celebrate the spirit we, of we Halloween. We do. We do have to celebrate. <laughs> Uh, that's a trick or treat reference for anyone who hasn't gotten it yet. You should watch trick or treat. Highly recommend. It has become quite the cult hit. Yeah. You've seen his costume everywhere. It's true. Yeah. Even if you don't, even if you haven't seen the movie, you've definitely seen Sam. Yeah. But this is the perfect, this is what I think of when I think of the good about fall. This is what I retreat back into. (laughs) I'm not a huge fan of the colors changing on the leaves. Yes. It's pretty for a day. And then they fall off and it really just means the trees are going to sleep and die looking dead and Tim Burney. And you're not wrong. Yeah. This is, I also love jackets. (laughs) Because you look good in every jacket that you put on. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for saying that. Uh, But uh, this is, 
perfect. This is a perfect beer. I don't know what place it was in my top 10 list. If it was lower, I need to put it higher. But I don't know what I would bump off. This might be secured on my top 10 list. I, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised. You've been a fan of it for so long. And you it's something that you like covet every time you're actually able to get it. You know, it'd be interesting. Yeah. And I'd have to save a can. If we did two episodes where we did our top 10 in an episode. So one episode would be your top 10. One episode yeah. would be my top 10. Mine is still very much test. in the works. This is a future, future episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for <laughs> sure. Uh, but I'd have to just, like put a can of crumb aside. Is but this something that might not last? Age? Yeah, yeah that would be my only concern. I don't think it's fermented. Stupid crumb. How much I love thee. That's like, I don't know if I can save a can a bottle of rosemary's baby till the next year but i can save a bottle of rosemary's other baby yeah because it's oak fermented or whatever yeah so bourbon barrel aged. fermented. so i don't know i'd have to do more research into what can last and what can't last but i mean this or is maybe you can ask andy when we go to Oktoberfest. oh do we want to do we want to <laughs> do we want to promote that do we want to try to promote stuff now okay uh if you're in the Southern Connecticut area, <laughs> I'm sure there are tickets left for Dockside Brewery's Doctoberfest. Well, Oktoberfest, but Doctoberfest was my idea. Which they should do. TM, it's their Oktoberfest, September 19th. If you listen to this, you got a couple this of days left. Saturday. I think there's yep. a couple more tickets left. It's the whole day. You get a reserved table. You celebrate Oktoberfest in a safe and socially distanced and beautiful manner. Yeah. Doc, because Dockside they have is amazing. so much space. It's, yeah. It's surprising. Still the, I, yeah. It's still going to be fun, I'm sure. You know what else has a lot of space? Oh, yeah. Stony Creek. Oh, yeah, they do. So I, I can't stress enough. Take people that don't like beer normally and take them to Stony Creek because it is an entryway into a ton of different beers. Yeah. And I will say Stony Creek, although not every beer is a hit, really does experiment with everything. And they also do a lot of beer tales. Which are amazing. You had one. I had one the other last week that, yeah, it was dangerously delicious i almost didn't get a second crumb because i almost got that other drink yeah it was really it was like a really frozen good. uh watermelon something or other with it's, a couple different kinds of vodka and then topped with their summer uh ale sun juice yeah, it was the summer ale sun juice i think it was pink lemonade and watermelon pink, lemonade yes and something and and the vodka oh. and they have so many other things it's so beautiful at the brewery they, have, they have a they have food wine truck available there, even if, in there now yeah <laughs> Yeah, they that's wine on tap. Yep, so I think they have a cider on tap too. Yep. And so their beers you can, run you the can really bring anyone. There's going to be something for everyone there. And then, like Mike was saying, there's always a food truck. It's not not only did they always have a food truck available before, but now during COVID, they're required to offer some food. Yeah, and the food truck that they have is like permanently there. Yeah. In the brewery, cooking up pizzas. There's also a couple really excellent seafood places like not even five minutes away with fresh caught seafood. So like you gotta go. Yeah. Stony Creek is amazing. Uh as much as we were saying their beers before we're like pretty meh. You always find a diamond in the rough. You always get the flights. The service is always great. Mm. The brewery is beautiful. And they have a couple of really standout beers that the other beers are kind of for starters. And then they've got like, it's like a video game. You got your entry level stuff. But if you really know what you're doing, there's a couple of like challenge modes <laughs> that are some really good beers that you should check out. And as we're getting colder, although the doors will be shuttered for the beach area because no one's going to want to go out there in zero degree weather. Yeah. 
the fireplace will be going. The games they will be up that on that TV, giant those TV. Big couches. And I will say that the way that the the brewery is built is very open and airy and spacious. I'm sure there's not going to be, you know, issues with ha- being able to social distance. No, it was surprising when we went there. They had a bunch of their tables set up and it didn't look like much had changed other than maybe the living room area near their TV. Yeah. And I was like, wow, OK, so they were pretty much socially distanced before, like the tables are spread apart, but you'd be surprised how big that tap room is. Yeah. They also have an upstairs area, which I'm sure when they're not doing events, they'll open up at this point for reservations. I yeah, would think. it would it would make a lot of sense. And just the walk up to the brewery, you're walking up this long dock to get into the into the side door. <laughs> and you get to see people like driving their boats by or their kayaks. We, oh, yeah, we, if you boat by, you can dock, dock your boat. Yep. There's a giant yacht that boated uh, tied up the other day. Yeah. That was I fun. almost stole it. <laughs> <laughs> and you get to play who fits under the bridge. They have a very oh, small yeah. bridge into the brewery and you see a lot of boats go up. Oh, oh nope. never and mind. They do an about face beep, and go, uh, go around because I kind realize of a tight they can't turn. Fit. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> and then when you're not right now, it's only 21 and up, I believe. For now. Yeah. 21 and up. No pets. I don't think they ever allow pets, but I might be wrong about that. Oh, I'm not sure. Uh, but I, I, did. I know that it is definitely 21 and up only, but when they reopen up, it's, a nice place to take like a family for like a picnic. It really or have is. Like an yeah, there's so much space outside to spread out. And so many big tables, even in the brewery. So yep. you can really put all your stuff out on a 12 top table. Yeah. Which they have a couple of like really big tables mm-hmm. and really just bring your lunch, bring a picnic stuff. Have the They've kids got eat and play big together. games too. I think they have big Jenga. They've got bocce. Oh, um, the outside. Yeah. Yeah. They, they bring a couple of those we in. I think. playing with the. Uh, at Katie's bachelorette party, which like we were able to. Oh, we you actually to got make... to it. Oh, yeah. Because I know sometimes it gets taken up. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, that was a ton of fun. Like the the six or seven of us were able to find a table comfortably, you know, just hang out and we didn't have to make a, a reservation or a big to do about it. It was just. A lot I of love fun. big botch. Uh, big. I love big Jenga. <laughs> also, yes, it's not reservation right now. Yeah. Uh, So it which is, is the first come first serve, which is nice. If you're just like. Screw it, let's go. Or if you're driving from a, a long or distance you and you can't guarantee to. your time, you're going to get there. Exactly. The only thing is that when they close the outside, like I said, hopefully they'll put some stuff upstairs. But without the uh, outside, they do lose about half their attendance. Yeah. Because you can't sit at the bar yet. They don't have plexiglass set up. Yeah. But a lot of the deck area, I think, is heated in the fall. So that'll that'll still expand the amount of um, people they can allow inside mm-hmm. i'm sure yeah i just didn't want to keep going on about crumb i thought we talked <laughs> more about the brewery because i just love this beer so much so yeah. now we'll go on with the can <laughs> <laughs> all right so the can is awesome as well and this is i think newer than the original ones we had it is good eye good eye brian <laughs> uh i don't really remember the original i just knew this was way different yeah i like this better and i'll tell you why it looks like the old Lincoln log advertisements mm-hmm. from like the, the, the fifties and sixties. It, it looks like my grandparents have toys from when my dad was little, like Lincoln logs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I used to play with them when I was little. And this looks like those kind of advertisements that you would see back then. The, the crumb is by the way, it doesn't have a B it's C R U M. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's got super Western lettering, but like super Western in terms of like 1950s letters, like semi hippie. Honestly, it reminds the not necessarily the font, but the animation, like the the illustration style and the way that the letters are falling like that reminds me a lot of Archer. OK, yeah. Or like Toy Story. Yeah. Any anywhere where there's like old school lettering. Yeah, that that's kind of falling. And then you get like these really weird clip arts, but like 1950s type or 60s type clip art of mm-hmm. different leaves and some half, some chopped in half apples or in, in quarters as well. And that kind of surrounds a can that's a red brown, a brown red kind of color. It's it's a fall leaf color, a brown Aubergine. fall leaf. Aubergine. Is that a... Aubergine? I don't think that's a, that's a word. Aubergine. <laughs> I'm looking it up. I know it's a color. I'm just not sure if I'm right as, if, as far as the shade goes. Uh, it's a 12 ounce can. On the top it says Stony Creek Brewery in very small letters. Like they're letting the can speak for itself. It says over the crumb, which is kind of falling with the fall apples and leaves, the low letters, it says an apple ale. It's 6.5 alcohol by volume, 12 fluid ounces. On the left-hand side, you get brewed by Stony Creek in Brantford, Connecticut oh. ale. I'm brewed wrong. with cinnamon, clove, allspice, and apple cider. And on the right side, you get nothing other than another version of the word crumb. But above it, it says now aggressively laid back beer, which is absolutely is. It is so smooth, so yep. easy drinking. You don't need to think about beer. You don't need to be in the mood for a bitter beer, a spicy beer, an overly sweet beer, a sour beer. <laughs> it's just... You want to feel the fall and you just crack it open and sip. It's true. All right. What color do you think it is? Or what color were you thinking Ab- Aborgian jeans was? It is a real color. Read it and weep. But it's actually more of an eggplant, which actually kind of matches your shirt, your Stony Creek shirt. I am wearing a Stony <laughs> Creek shirt in support of this beer today. <laughs> so, yeah, I was off on the color. I was on the color spectrum. It's associated with burgundy. I don't I don't think that's really burgundy, but it's in the the same color family. Okay, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Thanks. Cuz Aubergine exists. I talked I so much you finished the beer before me even <laughs> though I was almost already done. That's how much you talked. Damn that's it. how much you love this beer. That's how much you just I do love this beer. We we so often do beers that are newer, so I don't already know I love them. Mhm. And we so seldomly do my top 10 list of beers. Yeah, that's also true. In fact, I think we've only done one. No, we've done a couple on my top 10 list. Yeah, well, we did Geyser, which is number one. Geyser's number one. R.I.P. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did Lizard's Breath. Yep, that would be in my top five, probably. And I think that's it for my top 10 that we've covered. So, and Oh, no, we I? did. Was Hadaway my top 10? I'm not sure. It I might have been. So. It's close. And then we did Rosemary's Baby in the Pumpkin Collective episode. Yeah. Which Rosemary's Baby is in my top 10. This is true. So that was Crum <laughs> by Stony Creek Brewery. Uh, if you can find it, get it now. Like Elisa said, it's very limited time. Yep. So get it while you can. I'm going to pick up more. You're going to like it. It comes You're in a six love pack. It. It's I, I can't tell you that 
yeah, just buy more than one six pack. Just buy it. <laughs> because you're going to be really sad when it goes away because it really is a flash kind of thing. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to this podcast, what are we recording? September 16th or something like yep. that? Oh my God, I got the date right. Cool. <laughs> uh, what is time? Exactly. Go get this beer because you've probably got a week left before it disappears. Yeah. Or two weeks left. Call up your local liquor stores or if you're close to Brantford, Connecticut. Just drive down there and pick up a six pack and enjoy the brewery and you won't rounds. Yeah. You won't regret getting crumb. I, this, this is the Mike Butler guarantee. (laughs) Oh, damn. Not everything on my top 10 list is for everybody. In fact, I would say very few things on my top 10 list are for everybody. (laughs) This is probably the one beer on my top 10 list. Are we going to have to make that a new hashtag? The Mike Butler guarantee? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. All right. And then if we have beer that I think is for everybody, yeah. This is this this has the Mike Butler guarantee. I promise you nothing in return from if you don't like this beer. But I think you should trust me. We're not gonna make it up to you in any (laughs) I will make it up to you with uh if you if you comment that you don't like this beer, I will comment back I'm sorry and maybe a shrug emoji. And that's about it. Uh because this beer is amazing <laughs> so this is mike butler guarantee crumb by stony creek brewery bruise the brewery drink this beer it's fantastic that's all i gotta say <laughs> all right i mean there's nothing more that i can really add to that so <laughs> thank you for tuning into this week's episode and if you enjoyed it please rate it review it and share it with your friends and subscribe to catch our future episodes you can find us on crackandwhenopen.com or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at crackandwhenopen or shoot us an email at crackandwhenopen at gmail.com with any comments, questions, or suggestions because we want to hear from you. Especially if you're a brewery that has a beer coming out that you want us to taste. We'll gladly go to a liquor store or your brewery and pick it up if it's mm-hmm. within the Southern Connecticut area where it's not going to be a ridiculous drive to get it. <laughs> and if you'd love to spare a few minutes to talk to us about it, we can. Oh, we'd love to do an interview. Yeah. <laughs> like I mentioned at the bit to do another interview. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Thank you, Dockside. Thank you, Andy. Thank you, Bob. Why are you <laughs> looking at me like that? I don't know. I expected you to finish the plug. <laughs> You already said thank you. Cheers, guys. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah, so you got any plugs of your own? I do have plugs of my own. I'm going to do it kind of opposite this time. Okay. I'm going to start with, I've got books on Audible, and Ooh. I need to feed my family. This lady right here. Uh, so help <laughs> me help her buy groceries. Go to audible.com. <laughs> search for my name, Michael Butler. I've got a bunch of books right now. Coffee at Midnight, Sour, The Final Girl, Vacation Planet. I've got quite a few books you can go and check out plus a couple others buy those books i get a percentage that's the only way i get paid for these books so go buy them check them out they're fun i do accents oh switch art oh, father yeah. gangster i do a british accent <laughs> come on sour i do a uh appalachian southern accent it's a good time check those books out on audible.com part of amazon you're already a member i'm sure yep check those books out I've also got two other podcasts I do. I've got Forgotten Cinema. I do with my buddy Mike Field. Comes out every Wednesday uh, where we take a look at a film that for some reason seems to be forgotten by audiences, whether it be because a more popular movie was released at the same time or the film simply didn't catch on with an audience in its initial run. 
We'll discuss what we love about the film, maybe don't love about it, fun facts about the production, and whether or not well, you should rewatch it, which we always suggest you should because you never know when you're going to find your own forgotten gem. You can find us on ForgottenCinemaPodcast.com, part of Forgotten Entertainment Family, so ForgottenEntertainment.com. Uh, you can also find us on the social medias, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Forgotten Cinema Pod. We post awesome commercials every Thursday. Check us out. It's a good time. And I've also got two play roles, a podcast I do with my buddy Dave Cannon, where we're two guys who play way too many video games. Join me and my buddy Dave while we talk about all things video games, PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo, PC, VR. We have it all. We play it all. We test it all. We talk about it all. Every other week, we do a post-game report where we do a deep dive into your favorite games, either a new game that just came out or a newer classic that we tell you about little stories about how it was made in the development process, as well as our thoughts on the game. Two Player Bros is available at twoplayerbros.com, forgottenentertainment.com, or also you can find us on the social medias as well. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know your thoughts on the games we cover. That's what I got. That's my plug. I'm out of spit. <laughs> <laughs> and a special thanks for our theme, which was composed and performed by Joe Reichert. Until next time. Cheers. Cheers. Ah. Ah. Mine was bad. Yeah.